Yo, sir. real quick, real quick before we start. I got a gripe to pick with you, Mr. Captain Cali Mac. What did I do? Over oh here. Oh, over yeah. here. Oh, you know what you did good, sir. You know what you did good, sir. guys it is your boy kelly mac on the track never whack bring it back and we are back with trash sit down episode 79 let's go yes 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 yes. big shout out to everybody listening on youtube make sure you guys subscribe over there we are close to 200 subscribers so if you guys go ahead and click that little subscribe button right underneath the video and also comment like share every video you see it would be greatly appreciated guys much love much love um sure. here with the crew what's up gang here with the crew man let's go yes sir go. yes sir we back we back straight out mind the building what's going on brother nothing much man this chapter was pretty hyped um i'm looking forward to, to chopping it up with y'all about you know what this chapter uh had to offer because man it was uh it was exciting definitely pretty big a lot of interesting moments we gotta we gotta break down for sure uh mr g in the building what's going on brother what's good everybody yo Shout outs to my wife. Her birthday's on Tuesday, so uh, happy birth, happy early birthday hey, to you. Happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday. Yes, yes, yes. Hey. Um, and also, yo, uh, shout outs to fucking the One Piece anime because they killed it with the last episode. I don't know if you guys got to watch. That shit was beautiful. The end, uh, the fight between Kaido oh, and Luffy yeah, yeah, yeah. is over. This morning, yeah. Bro, yo, you know what's crazy? Crunchyroll. The subtitles was not working on anything yeah, aside from like PC and phone. Yeah, I, I was yeah. bugging, bro. I was trying to watch on my PS4 last night and I just had no subtitles. I was like, what the fuck? I had to bro, wait till this morning. But like, they enhanced everything. Like, Kaido's backstory, I thought it was enhanced very well. And then the ending, the ending montage where we see the, the mom and the baby crying and the noose and like Wano, you know, just dying and like the liberate. It was beautiful, man. Like, I was. Shout out to that whole thing, because it was beautiful. They they did a really, really nice scene that I think I might might be my first One Piece tattoo. It was a really, really nice scene. And it it, like I looked at it and I was like, oh yeah, I'll show you guys after. I'll show you guys after after the pod. But they 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 did this one scene. It was right after um after he punched Kaido. They extended that moment really nicely. Because in the manga, he, he punches him. He says his thing and it was he like falls that. to the ground. Yeah, right. Yep. But in yeah. in the anime, they extend it more. He's laughing. He's like, yes. Uh, I know. And I know what you're talking yes. about. And I already know. know. There's this one scene where they have the lanterns flying up, and they just light up behind Luffy as he's just smiling after he's beating Kaido, bro. It looks so beautiful, man. Oof. Absolutely beautiful scene. I'll show you guys after so you can see. But I think that's gonna be my first One Piece tattoo. Oh, uh, bro, man, shit, yo, you let me know. My girl does crazy One Piece tattoos. Oh, say less, so. say less. We in there, we in there. But, um, yeah, yeah, the One Piece anime was definitely dope. Make sure you guys check it out if you haven't already. Um, yeah, uh, no D three today. Uh, he had to handle some business. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Top of pick is holding it down, so it's all good. Feel me? Wishing him uh, <laughs> hopefully he comes back soon. Uh, last but not least, that boy Wyatt's in the building. What is going on, brother? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Feeling blessed. Um, absolutely no shout out. I'm just hyped for the chapter, man. It's, it was a crazy one. Like Mod said. Um, uh, the one thing I will say is that I think you have to realize three, like what's happening in this chapter is chapters are so crazy. The final saga is so crazy, man. It is. It is. It's just straight. I'll get into that later. I'll get into it later. It's straight peak. It's straight peak. 
Um, yeah, so chapter, we got a chapter this week. We're gonna do our yes, chapter sir. review as usual. I'm gonna go over it, we're gonna break it down, discuss it. Stand the third, like we always do. Uh, yeah, you guys good? We ready? Yo, sure. real quick, real quick before we start, I got a gripe to pick with you, Mr. Captain Callie Mac. What did I do? Over oh here, oh, over yeah. here. Oh, you know what you did, good sir. You know what you did, good sir. My man, he tweeted out this video, this crazy looking fruit. He oh. quote tweets it. That's not tweet anymore. Uh, quote whatever. Yeah, quote, you take yeah. a bite of this and your swimming days are over. My man hit <laughs> over 12.4 thousand likes on that post and over a thousand re- retweets. <laughs> and he didn't do it on the account. That's my gripe to pick with you, Kelly, man. To be fair. <laughs> every, time, every time I touch the damn Twitter, it's like anti. It's like you lose a follower. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just done, bro. I'm just done. So, Callie, please. To be fair. To, magic, bro. to be fair, I, I definitely do got you in the future for sure. Because I definitely realized after I could have posted it on the account. But to be fair, I am that nigga. So part of it was because oh, it was on my true. account. You feel me? I'm gonna say that, you know. Bro got the Twitter bangers. I have to oh, say, Callie has the Twitter bangers. So. Dude, this is the second time, Callie, that you that, that, that nah, you nah, tweeted nah, something what is related. No, nah, I do gotta, I do gotta get on the strike. Oh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta make bro sign a contract, bro. Any one piece tweets gotta be, gotta be on the sit back. No, we have to, bro. We're gonna have to, bro. I've been watching, I've been watching Suits on Netflix, bro. I know the legal terms now, bro. Shit, you can write one up for us, bro. <laughs> oh Crazy. man Alright, uh, chapter, are we good? Y'all ready? Yeah, yeah, let's sure. do it Alright, let's get into it uh, Chapter 1092, Kuma, the Tyrant's Holy Land Rampage um, two What a things, title Two things before we get into the chapter um, One, I love this cover art Me cover too art made me smile like, uh, I'm The cover arts for the past like 10-15 chapters We've been reading requests And it has been kind of whatever you know, but some of them, they're just like, this is adorable, man. Like, come on, look at these fish, bro. <laughs> like, this yeah. is adorable. Yeah, I, 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 think cool. yeah, yeah. I, I was definitely smiling when I saw this cover page. Um, secondly, the title. Um, real quick, something was pointed out to me on Twitter. Uh, where there was a chapter in... Oh, let me get it. Um, but there was a chapter in Sabity Where... Luffy is, I guess, reflecting on all the foes that he's fighting in the chapter, which includes uh, Kizaru, Sentamaru, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sentamaru and Kuma. He's reflecting on these three people in that order. Kizaru, Sentamaru, and Kuma. He's reflecting on these three people. and He's like, I need to get stronger than them. I think that was Amazon Lily, but yeah, I know I remember the exact oh, moment. Was it, was it? Was it Amazon Lily? Yeah, yeah, I, I think it was. I think it was Amazon Lily. He's like, was he like reminiscing about Sabodi at the time? Was that? Was that what the, I, the panel? It looks like he's reflecting on the what happened. The, yeah, the three. Okay, I got it right here. I'm gonna pull it up because Kuma, because Kuma would be right out because he would have to reminisce about Kuma after Kuma, right? So and yeah, after Kuma, yeah. he was in Amazon Lily. Yeah, yeah right. no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, so. I'm gonna get strong. Yeah, this is definitely Amazon Lily. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm right. So kidding. it is Amazon Lily. You're right. So he's reflecting on Sabity, on Kizaru, Sensamaru, and Kuma in that order and saying, hey. I'm going to get stronger than all of them. Mm-hmm. Now, the last, let me put it on the screen so you guys can see. Now, the last three chapters of the One Piece have been titled Kizaru, Sensamaru, 
and Kuma. And then Alcuma, yeah. Wow. So people are speculating that 1093 could be a Luffy chapter because Luffy is the fourth uh, image in this panel. Oh, that's true. Oh, that'd be crazy. And he's already asking inbound. That 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 is that's what the speculations are right now. That's what I've heard. So I wanted to bring that up with y'all because you know it it might happen. And I think Ooh. it would be real sick. It'd be a real sick oh. way to to bring Luffy in as the the uh, the new emperor. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's actually uh, that's actually would be perfect based off of how this chapter ends. But yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Absolutely. Especially considering how this ends. Um, yeah. that. That's sick. I love One Piece fans. It's fucking psychotic. Yeah. yeah like, how do you see this <laughs> shit? Like, that's so crazy. I gotta respect it. Um, I have to have to believe that One Piece fans are always constantly going back into the chapters or whatever. So okay. stuff is fresh in their minds when when stuff like this happens, or there's because there's so many One Piece fans, there's always someone you know going back, and they're like, "Hey, look, hey y'all, look at this," and then like, "Oh shit, you're right." Like it, I, I love the One Piece community. You love to see it. You love to see it. Uh, all right, let's get into the chapter review. Chapter 1092, Kuma, the Tyrant's Holy Land Rampage. Um, we start up, start up the chapter atop Mary Joie. Uh, Kuma has finally reached the top. Um, all the soldiers are trying to restrain him, but he is just proving to be too big of a threat. Uh, he activates his Ursa Shock, his pawpaw fruit, and just completely devastates a large portion of the area. Uh, and then to greet him standing there is none other than Fleet Admiral Sakazuki. I don't know why, but I I should have, but I didn't expect this. I'm, I was I saw Kano, I was like, no fucking way, but like this is literally his job. Like so yeah. crazy. Yeah. Do, have, has it ever been confirmed? Do we know where he stays, like where his base is, base of operations? New Marineford, which is like on the other side of the of the red line, which is based on the right side of Marine Shaw. Okay, yeah, right, because it's, it's right there. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, and we see him like we see him like walking to the grocery room all the time post uh time skip, right so. yeah so it has to be yeah walking distance so yeah yeah crazy so evading there really needs to get admiral at your doorstep like <laughs> not any it's just crazy that like you know wait where are the other admirals again they they got they're dispersed right green Bowl i don't know if we is... i don't know if we know what most of them are doing no, yeah, no, you're right. Cause it's been. I was gonna say it, it's been a minute since since Wano though, so we don't know where they're at. Yeah. Cause the last last we saw them was the flashback for Riverie. Green Bull was running away from from Shanks and Wano, right? Um, yeah. We don't know what we don't know what Fujitora was doing after the Riverie. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, all we know is obviously Kizaru is on Egghead. Yeah. So that so. means necessarily if no admirals around you are guaranteed to run across <laughs> I yeah he's, he's the one yeah he would be the last line of defense right now right because they're so spread out they're spread out so thin for yeah. for the celestial dragons so and, and i think the next page kind of shows us how like how much he's entrenched with the celestial dragons because of how like f how like informally they talk to him and how much like okay new what's going on bro you know you're supposed to be doing this and this so yeah i think he's really he, he'd be in here like like making their lives better and shit and you know, it's actually really interesting to see that. I'll go to the next page because uh, we do see how the Celestials speak to uh, Sakazuki. Um, and it's like, it's almost like ordering. Yeah, like absolutely. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. like he's underneath them. And 
this when I when I saw this page, it made me go back to thinking about Garp and why he turned down the fleet admiral position numerous yep. times. Yep. Because of exactly the situation where you have these uh celestial dragons uh talking you crazy. Talking Actually crazy. the best way to describe it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's bro really saying crazy. these soldiers are worthless, like like crazy talk, bro. Yeah. Yeah, no, so the the celestial dragons are just going off on Akainu, talking about they ordered the lobster and that they yeah, were that, out like what? That got me they got me messed up, yeah, bro. Yeah, I was you like, got yo raging giant destroying your home and you're worried that you couldn't get lobster last night. Like that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, some dissociative shit. Yeah, like, it, the the warped worldview they have is crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Akainu actually plays this really interestingly because he doesn't even play into anything they're saying. He's yeah. strictly focused on Kuma. Um, I actually gained a little respect from him after this. Yeah. Like interaction, I was like, damn. Yeah, actually, He's... no, I lied. I never respect this nigga, but I respect. Yeah. Him. I was gonna say like never, but. I do think, yeah, like we do see like a, a little more. He's he's almost being compassionate towards Kuma and like in his thoughts and his words a little bit. Yeah, not his actions though. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> interesting to see this, this but, history, this Kuma history. One thing I did find interesting was pretty cool was the fact that, like like you said, Kelly, they're not uh, worried about the destruction going on. They're more worried about Mary Joa's food supply, which we found out what happened in the flashback with Rivery that that's one thing that they had attacked. Yes. Yeah. So like I, you know now yeah, so they're still feeling they're still feeling the effects of yeah so you see you see that pressure that the revolutionary put is being is being placed is being put in you know and, real and time right know, now and we know that on some on some like on some military tactics shit they're also like uh, choking out uh, like supply lines towards yes. the region yeah so a lot going and, on and that causes bubbling in the hierarchy right because now the people that are trying to give you orders. Like what's going on? They're trying to find out because normally they're not worried about this shit, right? They're just going about their day, whatever. But now they're worried about it because they're not getting the usual luxuries, and now there's more pressure on Akainu. There's more pressure on the Gorsei, and like shit's really about to pop off. So, mm -hmm. yep, I agree, hundred percent. Yes. Sir. Um. So Akainu says he tells Kuma if he can't control you, you gotta go. Plain and yep. simple. Um, he hits him with a hellhound, a uh, magma punch, just kind of smokes half of, of Kuma's face. Yep. Uh, that, he, was he knows, that was hard to read, bro. Yeah, no, it was rough. And he, he knows that he still bleeds like a man as well. I don't know if this is of, if that's of any value. Because he's supposed to be like completely robot now. That, that's what we've been told. So, so to me, it seems like his, his transformation was never fully completed. Yeah, right? the, the more it, yeah, the more I go into this, it definitely seems a lot like this is like a a fail safe operation within Kuma or something. Right, because like, like him him watching the, the the Thousand Sunny for two years, you know, and then after that he pretty much went to become a uh, a slave pretty much for the Celestial yeah. the dragons and like so I feel like he never like they kept saying that he was fully cyborg, but he never fully like was done and that's why he still has something going on yeah yeah by the, go ahead by the way just <laughs> real quick i wanted to get y'all figured out something so do y'all think this time around with hellhound being back the way it is and you know akainu the headhunter do y'all think that they're going to censor it this time in the anime uh oh yeah i forgot yeah. about that because they censored it for Blackbeard. Because this is the second time he does it, right? 
Wipe your wipe your my bad, my bad. Done what? Take half someone's face off. Oh, because you didn't read. Right. Yeah, you're you didn't right. read early. No, no, I've seen he... the panel though. No, I've seen it though. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, they so they took off his mustache after yeah. his uh, mustache instead. Yeah, of, but in the manga, Louis, he's like, like a, a chunk of his head is going. Yeah, no, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They, they probably yeah. will just on the basis of like. Uh, it's still kids, so. Yeah, it's like a, it's like I'm supposed to be on a TV network, right? So. Uh, they might, or it, maybe if they wanted to maybe be more realistic, they might just not show that side of his face in like paneling, you know what I mean? Like in the camera work. But yeah, I, I assume they're going to, they're going to say Yo, it's crazy to think that the, the live action, it has more gore than the, the anime. That, that, yeah, I think yeah. 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 That's actually crazy. Yeah. It is. So um, yeah. So, uh, uh, Akainu takes off half his face, uh, burns his leg. Um, and I think from here he uses his all poor fruit to disappear or yep. move. Just teleport. Yeah, teleport. Yeah, teleport. Yeah, who knows where he's going now. Um, Takazuki has a flashback after this of holding Bonnie hostage or capturing Bonnie. When was Bonnie captured? This was. This was. Are you mud? Oh, this was with the uh, Blackbeard Pirates, if I'm not mistaken. This is, yeah, it's right after Marineford. So he didn't Marine actually, ca- yeah. Uh, so he didn't. I don't. I don't remember, but he didn't necessarily capture her, right? It was Blackbeard that captured. No, correct. Her. Yeah. He, so Blackbeard left, left, left her there. Yeah, yeah but, what, but the, how we got here was that after Marineford, we see all this uh, supernova, and Bonnie's crying, and she's like, "We don't know what she's talking about." She says, "This all happened because of him." And then we see them all do something in the new world. So I think we see Drake go find, try to find Kaido or some shit like that. And Bonnie goes after Blackbeard. And we see that Blackbeard had her tied up. And he wanted to make a trade for a ship with the Marines. But then the Marines brought Akainu on board. And the Blackbeard, there's a scene where the Blackbeard's like, Oh, fuck, it's Akainu. We got to get out of here. Yeah. And they're not going to give us the ship. And then, <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. and that's t- So we literally, this is exactly where it leaves off with Akainu looking at Bonnie. Okay. So okay. he did. And, uh, and... Then later on, I guess he took, they took Bonnie, and then I guess she escaped from the. Yeah, I remember escaping from yeah. the Marines' clutches. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's the timeline. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Sakazuki tells Bonnie that Kuma's mind is gone. She cries that he would never do that and never leave her behind. Really sad scene, actually. The Bonnie yeah, story is, is, is getting pretty tragic. I can't lie. Um. <laughs> And then we're back in the present, and uh, he tries to figure out where a mere puppet with no mind or will left would possibly go. Uh, I think that's it for Marine Mary. Uh, yeah, that's it for the Mary yeah, yeah. On, on that on that note of what Akainu said, uh, a lot of people I've noticed it. I, I read. I, I I haven't been reading the like chapter discussions on like Reddit for example. Yeah. For example, last few chapters, but I read it for this one. Um, and I also saw this at the end of Morge's uh, chapter review because he has a section where like his, his fans like may, might have a like a, like a you know a, a say. So in that in that section and in the, in the comments, a lot of people were saying that his lines here about no mind, no will left, and losing your you know your your free will, a mere puppet. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think Oda is using this scene and this whole this from, from here to beginning of the chapter. It's actually Akainu talking about himself in regards to how he has to follow the orders of the Celestial Dragons. And that even if he doesn't fuck with them and they might be like, you know, uh, self, self, uh, you know, like hedonistic people, self-pleasuring people, 
that he still has to follow their orders and protect them no matter what, even though he doesn't respect them at all. So yeah, people think that this line is kind of like Akainu talking a little bit about himself and Kuma at the same time. That's really cool. I think that's a really I think that's a really cool analyzation. I really I love, I love, I love hearing about the literary elements of a story. Like that shit is Agreed, just bro. so cool to me. Yeah. I can't lie. That's sick. That's definitely a sick way to interpret it. It uh, is. And um, also, uh, I know we don't come back to this again uh, later in this chapter. So there's been a uh, talk about how, you know, the past couple of chapters, we've been getting the OG admirals and their backstories a little bit. Not, well, backstories, yes, but for our kind of, I wouldn't consider this a backstory, just Definitely. a continuation of events that we didn't get to see. But regardless, um, we're getting sentimental moments, like a kind of, I mean, not uh, uh, Kizaru. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That um, I think uh, Kizaru with Sentamaru. Uh, That's true. Both portray a student element where Aokiji was student, Kizaru was master. Here, though, because of how this is set up, and people are saying that the there's a little bit of sympathy and stuff, and I kind of like my husband pointed out. Do y'all think? I kind of and Kuma have some type of special relationship that we're not aware of yet. That's, the, uh, that's one of possible. The I can uh, I can actually give a little bit of like a because there's already an idea that people have because of how uh, Akainu in Marineford was like so doggedly trying to kill Luffy and yeah. then saying like yo like the line of the line of the criminal dragon has to be put to an end or some shit. Uh, and some people think that like that kind of indicates that it's like he had like a special sort of hate towards Dragon and that he and Dragon might have some sort of history, um, which would make a lot of sense, actually. Um, so if him and Dragon might have some history, like it's not far fetched to assume that, you know, someone who's part of Dragon's on like, you know, Revolutionary Army, Akuma might have some backstory with Akainu. Um, but I, I, I think it's a leader, possible. right? Like yeah. he's a, a to commander, me, it, it, not just a random. It, it feels more like Kuma or he would have uh, more of a relationship by proxy than like an actual relationship between Agreed. Kuma Agreed. and Akainu. I think it's just the, the groups that they both are associated with. Oh, um, okay. And you know, because uh, because Akainu knows about Vegapunk and what he's done to Kuma, there might have been like communication between the Marines and Vegapunk about the Kuma situation. You know, it's, I think it's a lot more by proxy than like an actual relationship between the two, but it's definitely possible. I agree, and I would say that if I hadn't heard that Dragon and Akainu, I got that idea because of you know, his his actions in Marineford, that uh, if I didn't think that there was already a sentiment that Dragon and Akainu had some history, I probably wouldn't think Kuma and Akainu had some direct history. Uh, so yeah, I don't see it based on this chapter alone, but it's not a bad idea. And yeah, I agree yeah. with Callie. It might be like a byproduct of like other relationships. The only reason, I don't know, is because I feel like when I first met Akinu, like if I feel like he would have smoked Bonnie, I don't know, because he was just on to kill all the pirates type of shit, you know. So, but it, it is a, it is a good idea. One uh, one thing I noticed before we go to the next page, one thing I noticed was uh, again how the Celestial Dragons talk to Akainu at the end. Hey, where did Kuma go? You know, and then like you let him escape, some fleet admiral you are, like you know, just like really getting into him for for letting Akuma, uh, Kuma go and stuff mm -hmm. like that, like. Go, goes to show you that he wasn't uh, going all out yeah right? there's that and also like they have no they obviously have no respect for him uh 
for Alkainu and I do like that how he just ignores them and he's just wondering where he's going. If if Kuma's a puppet of what he used to be, where exactly is he going? So right. I actually I I I no, you know what? Go ahead, I'm sorry, I don't want to, I mean to cut you off. Uh, me? Mod, yeah, because you were about to start. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh no, I was gonna just real quick, I was just gonna ask, does anyone know off rip what uh Bonnie's uh bounty was? Because there's no. something I I, I kind of thought about. In in Sabori? Yeah, I guess so, because I, we don't know if her bounty changed necessarily. Okay, I don't know if we got uh, I don't know if we got an update everyone, but I'll I'll uh, uh yeah, oh, what was her last it, bounty? Did, it did. So her la her last bounty was like her bounty right now, like out to like the last we know is three hundred twenty million, and in Sabodi it was one hundred forty million. Yeah. Okay, so either way, it was over a hundred. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember. I, I don't remember who said this or at what point, but I do remember at some point someone said usually pirates with what they say over a hundred million are like worthy of like being executed or something like that. Mm -hmm. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, so. It kind of reminds me of what Mister talked about, where he said, like, you know, I kind of uh, was on his like bloodlust on uh, pirates and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. And here he is, someone of the worst generation, tied up, and you know, all he did was like bring her, bring her in. I yeah. actually, yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say anyway when I when I started talking. Like, I actually really liked that point. Yeah. Um, someone who wants to kill all pirates to be so lenient. Could definitely hint at a relationship some type of exactly ex exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. i actually I actually i actually do agree with that that might have changed my stance a little bit um, because he he's just he's just over he like he's like from just a the cutscene, like the, the the flashback that they showed you like he's talking about kuma to her right like so obviously he knew who who they are to each other i mean because like we had no idea yeah, i thought that, that was interesting i thought that was interesting yeah. too like because bonnie being Kuma's daughter isn't like a known fact. A well-known thing, exactly. Surprised. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, so it gives credence to what Kali, what you were saying, that yeah. there's a. That's why Akainu didn't just smoke this dude, like straight out. Yeah, or her, both of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely fair. It's definitely fair. We're gonna need some more information, but I don't think it's a bad, uh, bad theory to draw on. No, but yeah, no, no, no. I, I just will say that we got. Like we're getting three admirals like in almost back-to-back -back chapters like uh you know pirate island egghead here like admirals fighting for the first That's time since fucking marine Ford. like these guys not not respectfully not fushitora and the other motherfucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> like so it, i think this is monumental man we're really in the final fucking saga it's yeah, crazy no, and also yeah not to mention like what Mon's saying like some of their backgrounds like hizaru and okiji and you know a lot of characterization for all of them it's really like odo bro odo was holding back bro like he was holding it all back that's crazy it, he loves it was the build-up the build-up was worth it like you know you get pre-time skip you know what's funny i like i always looked at um the admirals as like you know in video games where it's like you're, you're playing an rpg right and you get side bosses that you that you can optionally fight but you are nowhere near their level. You had no business fighting them. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. But you can fight them. I looked at admirals kind of like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah. No, like, I can see like that. none of them are a part of the main goal to take down in mm -hmm. the in the main story. But some for some reason, like Luffy and others keep running into them, and 
the goal is to like get the fuck out of there. You know yeah, what he, I mean? He triggered, he triggered the side quest in Savoti by punching Yeah, him, like basically, he triggered, yeah, 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 he triggered yeah, yeah. the side boss. Now, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, now yeah, get yeah. out of, either fight them or and die or get out of there. <laughs> like, yeah, we did not have to do this right now. Yeah, I feel like Yeah, like they, yeah, like, yeah. They, like they would be like the final, you know, like one of the final bosses, but uh, you could fight them early. They're just yeah, way yeah, too. Like, yeah. He's got to be enough of a criminal. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you guys, do you guys think we'll get uh, something similar for the other two admirals, um, Green Bull and Fujitora? Yes. Okay. Probably less or so, but yeah, I definitely think so, yeah. Maybe not Green Bull. Green Bull seems like a, like a bootlicking-ass nigga, but Agreed. definitely Fujitora. Fujitora <laughs> definitely <laughs> seems like he has a, a deeper... Oh, no, definitely. My guy took out his own eyes, yeah. bro, for because of injustice. I mean, That's crazy. Yeah. Oda made him so like one dimensionally, cartoonally, cartoonishly evil in the sense that it, it makes me think there's more to him. Even even someone like Orochi got, you know, a little bit of death with the crews yeah, and, yeah, and stuff like uh, that. Yeah. Because you can't just end it on a blanket statement like, you know, uh 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 oppression is is important you oh, know let it, like, to, like there is no way yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's just it if that was just it i would actually kind of be disappointed like you know you, you make this character that like every because one piece is known for its rich character development rich characters even with the villains and all that other stuff that we just get this cartoonishly like almost comically like obviously evil dude and it's just like i mean you could do it but like you know what i mean like <laughs> i expect more, more yeah yeah I, was, I expect a little bit more so I, I i expect a backstory as to why he thinks like that not saying it will be justified by any stretch of the means but i can at least see where how his mind, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How his where mind got to this point that's okay. fair that's definitely fair yeah that's definitely fair. um all right let's keep it pushing yeah. We're gonna do the chapter. Let's get to the meat and potatoes, baby. The good oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. So we're back on Egghead. Woo! Uh, the Sea Beast are getting absolutely demolished by the Pacifistas. Mark Five, yeah. I think that's what they are, right? Mark Three? Yeah. yeah Mark, 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 Mark Three. Mark, Mark Three, yeah. yeah. Also, random note is that, like, uh, it's small, but I feel like it has to be noted that we went back a day back in time for that Akedu and Kuma part. We are now back to the present day. Because I, I get it two days, right? Yeah, it says oh. it. It says it at the beginning of the chapter. It says like one day backwards. Um, oh. So that Kuma Kano thing. Oh, Mary the, the previous day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! So Kuma might actually be on his way to Egghead. Holy shit! Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Oh God. shit! That's crazy. Wait, didn't you guys say that Mary Joa is at the top, the pinnacle, right? Yeah, the red line. When we were at Kamabuka, Kamabaka, whatever the yeah. the island, the revolutionary island, we were there. Yeah. And Kuma disappeared from them. We were like, oh, he said it's a Bonnie. And then we, then we were like, oh, wait, the red he's, line's he's in the way. Follow. He can't get there because the red line's in the way. But now Fucking he's climbed climb the red that line. Shit, yeah, got to Mary Joa, oh. and now he's over it. Now he, he can Yeah, so it's, it's, I would say it's a pretty high chance he's going to Egghead right now. Yeah. And if it's a day ago, if that was a day ago, remember, we, we, we know somewhat of Kuma's abilities for teleport, right? Yeah. Transporting people. So, so right, it took Luffy like, what, 48 hours to get from Sabodi to. Amazon Lily or some shit, some shit like that. Like, so it's definitely, damn, it, yo, he's coming. Do you bro. think he's off, Mauricio? Um, you think he like he passed the holy line already? Like he, he he was not aiming for that at all. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I I would agree that I think his goal was to get over the way it looks like now. Because originally, <laughs> when he first got to the red line, I thought his goal was something at Mary Joa. 
I completely dismissed the idea of, of him continuing into Egghead. No, that would be too uh, easy, right? Like we thought it would be too easy. Like, oh, uh, it's his daughter's in like he senses his daughter in danger. He's gonna go save her. Wait, I, wait, wait, wait! I'm confused about something. What was the reason he couldn't like traverse again? Why, why was the red line blocking him? It's a big wall, and. But his how? how wait, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait! <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. I, am I missing something about Kuma's powers? I thought he could you, just you, go he, wherever he, he climbed was. it though. Like for, you no, did. he has to. He has to. Well, the thing we were talking about is that he doesn't just teleport. He has to like fly there, right? That's what his ability does. It like sends people flying. Yeah. Um, or repels them. So people are like, so then when he when he got to the red line, they're like, okay, he has to climb it, and then he's gonna use his ability to keep going, because uh, he couldn't just like fly through the red line. He has to go above it. But then that obviously. Begs the question why he didn't just fly upwards, but right. I'm gonna yeah. say like I don't. I'm confused here. He climbed like, anyway, so clearly he couldn't for some reason. Um, that's all I'll say. But wait, um, it, that's the, assuming the, that that's the goal, though, right? The red line like, is, is the biggest mountain in the on, in the world. As it's well, super. Right? High. It is super high. Yeah. Could that, what, what, could that what, not be a factor? I mean, we don't know how Kuma's powers necessarily work, right? I mean, yeah. So you yeah. can make the argument both. You can make the argument on the way, like, to be honest. But I, but, yeah, but but either I, way, but either way, he climbed at least part of it for some. But reason. not just that though. What, what gets me though is that like he climbed the part that's filled with civilians. That's right, Mary Jo is right up top. I feel like he was also sending a message, but uh, that's just me. Like, yeah, I'm about to say three-piecing like it right now. Like, no, I don't think it's three-piece. I don't think it's three-piece. There's a lot. There's a I lot about climbing the red line. But what, what would what would the reason be? What would the message be? I don't I don't see any character motivation, especially considering he's like 99 percent robot machine right, right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think whatever yeah. his goal is is single-minded. You know what I mean? It's his one thing he has left, and he's trying to do it. Whatever his goal is. But my thing is okay. Well, first of all, there is like something we could point back to just similar that's happening right like you know i'm in the red line is no like regular if uh, two points to that one kuma that the uh, other robot 200 years ago from the boy century did so it was 200 years and they're both robots now obviously i don't know if the robot from 200 years ago has sentience or not we can talk about that later but you know kuma some sort of sentience a little bit well, or some type of like programming or whatever, but there's that correlation, and both of those are considered remarkable events, like this uh, we're talking about. And that goes second point. You know, if that's how his powers work, it's hard for me to imagine that every single time he needs to get to the new world, he's climbing the the red line all the time. Like do that. Yeah. It, it, I just find that hard to believe. I agree with you, Mod. But all I'm saying is that, like, even though I agree with you, he should just fucking teleport it upwards and past it. We watched him climb a lot of it, so like, yeah. for some reason, he chose not to or couldn't. Um, unless he's just on some basic, like, basic programming, bro. Like, yeah. Or unless the climbing of it mattered. Um, yeah. Like, like Callie said, we don't have a real distinction, distinctive reason as to why Kuma himself would do it, but we have obviously examples of the Iron Giant, like the Iron Giant doing it. Um, like like Mod said 200 years ago, like I definitely think that uh, it's we just can't say why, but I don't know. But I'm just saying, like he did it. He climbed that shit yeah. for some reason. Yeah, he did, and I think there was a reason too. I, from what I remember, I, I and what I thought the story was saying is that he's, is that individuals climbing the red line is considered a remarkable 
I agree with you. I definitely think it's something to be noted. Yeah, it's not like something <sighs> to be really done. Um, in which case, like, you know, Kuma red has to because of power blockage or the dude that is like messing with his I don't know. I feel like the story wouldn't be such a big deal about it. It has. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm treating this like a remarkable event. Like, okay, this is not normal. Like, you know, Fisher Tiger climbed the red line. That was considered, you know, abnormal. The, cool. the Iron Giant doing it two years ago, abnormal. Puma doing it, abnormal. Uh, Agreed. Potentially Joy Boy or anything in between could be considered abnormal for most of the One Piece world. So, yeah, <laughs> well, and I do think that uh, it him climbing the red line is big, like you said. Also, getting to marry Joao, he kind of inv- he invaded right successfully because he didn't attack them, but he went there to lead to to get away to get to the other side. So this, I feel like this will cause, like we already said before, more pressure for Alkainu with the Celestia, more more uh, turmoil and chaos within. The, the world government and their communities you know like those celestial dragons the Gorosei and all that stuff because this is seen as a big big blunder for them they couldn't stop Kuma from doing whatever he was there for but he still got there and put pressure on the celestial dragons and everyone and that you know will definitely throw a wrench into what's going on in that camp of you know One Piece yeah that's fair yeah, that's we fair. really don't have an answer as to what like, My headcanon is that the wall is just too damn high, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That, that's I mean, my, that's, that's what I'm saying. The wall is just that. too high, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's what I said, yo. Because when he got there, he just slammed right into the wall, right? Like, yeah. like just boom. And then, like, everyone started attacking him. But, like, you know. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah let's we, get... we definitely don't have an answer, so. We'll keep it pushing. Uh, keep it pushing. Yeah, so back in Egghead, uh, Mark III is destroying the CBs. Uh, Marines are storming the island. Kizaru is already inside the lava phase. And we cut to a fight between Luffy and Admiral Kizaru. Oh. Uh, Kizaru remarks he can see why how he defeated Kaido. And then he asks why he's protecting Vegapunk. Which Luffy replies, why do you want to kill Vegapunk? Or the Apple Man, in Luffy's words. Yep. Um, trading blows. The match seems pretty even between the two at the, at this moment in time. You know, people are like, just side note, people are scaling this moment. Yeah, you I don't know. care. I'm not going to lie, man. I don't care, bro. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real shit I've in my life. Luffy's <laughs> gear for the Cobra Man is not doing anything to his right now. Yeah, that shit, bro. Fuck that. Okay, yeah, so. Kizaru breaks away from the clashes, flies into the sky. Uh, he says he, that he doesn't want to kill Vegapunk, and that he he's known Vegapunk for a long time, but he would appreciate Luffy staying out of this. Uh, I thought this was really interesting. Um, I that when I at this point in the chapter, I almost made it seem like he wasn't going to kill Vegapunk, and he had like an ulterior motive, mm-hmm. uh, which he still could. But that's that's what my thoughts when I read this specific portion portion of it. Um, he goes into his light form. He's got acceleration, his power, and speeds from the sky straight into Luffy with a supersonic light kick that sends him crashing, flying through the robot. Yep. The Vega, Vega Force, One. Force One. And it completely rips it in half. Yep. 
um we get a little flashback of uh, what i'm assuming is vegapunk telling kizaru about the vega force one a giant robot the dream of mankind but before that kizaru kicked luffy away right yes he kicked him and then he kicked him okay. through the robot yeah, Luffy got sent. Yeah, so that's Luffy right oh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, using, good pickup, bro. I need to realize that. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah, that's him flying through the robot. Yeah, he got he got sent. Oh, shit. And people um, are talking about how the Vega Force 1 is established as the giant robot mankind's always dreamed of. Kizaru uh, destroyed it. And so that's like Kizaru symbolically crushing uh, Vegapunk's dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. that makes sense. Yes. Uh, so like the next that. page, we see Luffy flying into the labosphere and exploding because of the defense mechanisms. Um, people crying for Luffy. They're all flying the, uh, not all, but uh, Frankie, Bonnie, Lilith, the three that were on the ship with the Vega Force One, they go flying to the ground. Um, the Sunny lands as well. Uh, Lilith tells Frankie and Bonnie to run because the Vega Force is about to explode, which it does. Um... Frankie checks on the Sunny, Lilith mourns over the robot, and then Bonnie gets up to Kizaru uh, right in his face. Uh, Kizaru, exclama- exclama- uh, Kizaru comments on how much Bonnie has grown and how much and confu- and comments confused on why Bonnie doesn't still hate Vegapunk because that's what she how she felt the last time. Um, he says there's an assassination on her in his head now, uh, and that the situation has changed, and that she has a new target for her wrath, and she then lunges at Kizaru. Uh, what, I, this attack confused me, but I don't know what was going on here. I think she did, it's the one I think she did to Vegapunk, turn him into a kid, like it was her, like she just uses some, some sort of object to attack, and she either ages you up or ages you down or some shit. Yeah. She had to yeah. swing at him with this pipe thing, whatever the okay. fuck. It looks like it's a, it looks like a destroyed part from the Vega Force robot. Yeah. See, this is another fun. Oh man. Um. Yeah. So Kizaru says an interesting line here. This line is different than in the yeah in the unofficial. Uh, he says, "I'd rather not hurt any acquaintances outside of my mission parameters." And then yeah, I like that. I like this line way more because to me, the other line was like really suggestive of him being friends with either Bonnie or Kuma probably like obviously he was talking to bonnie yeah. but for me I, I didn't ever get that like you know bonnie never talked about kizaru it was more so kizaru vegapunk sentamaru um so yeah i think this is like because the other one was really suggestive and i was like what the fuck where did this come from even though i wouldn't be surprised because obviously they would have all been around the lab or whatever but yeah, yeah this one is more so like i, I kind of know you you know i don't want to have to hurt you that's fair yeah, yeah right this definitely adds a little bit more depth between the relationship um yeah so kizaru kicks bonnie into the labosphere, she also gets exploded by the defense mechanisms. Um, so now it's just Frankie and Lilith. Frankie- the line that changed actually was Frankie's. Uh, in the TCB, after this, he says, I don't know about the OP scans, I'm assuming it was the same, but in the TCB, he says, um, wait, behind you. But uh, Kizar had already started kicking her, like by this point, by two, two, two panels ago, actually. So a lot of people, I, I thought it was, I thought this is the point of the of this uh, page, but the official really changes it. I thought the point of the page in TCB was that, Kizaru was so fast that Frankie was reacting late. I thought that was the point. I thought that was really interesting because reading it like that, when Frankie says, wait, behind you, 
which is already flying. It's that true. Feels weird to read. I, I guess I could definitely see that being the case. Yeah. I thought it really well, was. Like, yeah. That's yeah. The official, so, yeah. Well, it's not the official, so I'm not going to go with that. Um, but yeah, that, that's the line that changed. I got to read the OP scans and see what they did with it. That's interesting. Okay. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not like the official hasn't gotten stuff wrong before. <clears throat> Cough, mother flame. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was the whole thing. Let me, let me see. Yeah, I think I still have the OP scans. I could look at it real quick. So. I'll keep going. Um, yeah, you keep going. Keep going. Uh, Frankie goes to Blick. He's already down with the ultralight beam, but uh, Kizal has already disappeared. Frankie quickly realizes that he's after the Stella and radios in to the guys inside of the Labosphere room or whatever. Um,. He checks in with them. As soon as he checks in with them, they crack the code and they've figured out how to lower the barrier so that they can get out. Um, they go in to check in Frankie and let him know that they've lowered the barrier and if they can execute the plan. And before Frankie can even let them know what has happened, Kizaru is in the room with them. He says, your escape plan is a failure, Vegapunk. I've blown your soul-called giant robot of dreams to smithereens. Um, you know, before I go on, I just want to say that sometimes I really hate Otis paneling because <laughs> I got to this last page and then this shit is just smack in my face. Like this, I couldn't even let the tension build for a second because I'm like, oh, yeah. oh there it is right there in front of my face. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so Kizaru's in the room with them. He's right in front of the Stella's face. Uh, he says that this is very difficult for me. Please don't make this hard. I don't want to draw it out. Uh, but then immediately after he says this, something else draws to tell his attention. Uh, a giant Gear 5 Luffy breaks <laughs> through the ceiling and just snatches up Kizaru in a fist. Uh, <laughs> everybody's looked on in shock. Uh, <laughs> this line is funny. This is what he said in the, in the, in the OP scans. He says, Ooh, that was a bit spicy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Kizaru exclaims, there it is, so this is the thing you do. Uh, Luffy says, thanks for knocking me all the way back down. Almost thought I was gonna die going through that barrier twice. Um, and then we cut away to the basement of the island where we saw the original robot. What was the, what was the name of it again? We don't, I we thought it had a name. name? Yeah, I, don't I, know I, I thought it had a name. Okay, well, we saw the giant robot that we that Luffy and them co-found in the beginning of the arc. We see that again, only this time its eyes begin to glow red yes, sir. to end the chapter. Crazy Woo! ending. Crazy. crazy and ending. what's even better, no break next week. No break Woo! next week indeed. Out here. Um, so, all right, what do you guys so, want to go? So two things I wanted to ask you guys. I, I know I asked one thing during the week in the group chat because my friend had brought it up. You know, So I figured I'd bring it up in the chat. Um, when, when Luffy said, I took when he says that... Uh, uh, almost thought I was going to die going through the barrier twice. I thought he meant physically the barrier. My friend took it as like him going into Gear 5 because he's just like, something's up with Luffy, obviously because we know that Gear 5's taking Luffy's health some way or something like that. So, you know, he was just like wondering what, what we thought it meant. Uh, you know, it could it could be it could be double meaning, you know, but I, I thought he was going, you know, him going through the barrier twice. I definitely think it's the barrier because yeah, he I, has I, I don't see how anybody shit. could get that. No, I don't want to disrespect your boy, but I don't see how no, anybody no, yeah. could he, get he over he overthinks a lot, you know, yeah, so no, I, 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 I understand yeah. what he means. Um yeah, also I think X has brought it up in chat because he had the the Luffy going through the barrier twice. Uh yeah. so he so he got pushed through it and then he went he then he decided to go back through it. Um 
which I guess got him shot by lasers, which is why he's like, so burned up. Unless he just got cooked by Kizaru's yeah. pick. But I think that's it's why he's calling it spicy. Like that's that why whole... he's saying, yeah, it was spicy, or he said it burns and DCB. Uh, yeah, that shit, that's crazy. Also, I wonder what Bonnie's gonna do. How Bonnie's gonna like take the lasers in the first place, which because she got kicked into it, I think. Also, he did. Um, and I'm assuming she's gonna try to make it back, which is also I didn't even think about the fact that Bonnie got relocated. So I wonder how True. that's gonna go. True. Okay, so the second thing. Uh, well, back to the first thing. I did tell him this. I was like, I thought it was the barrier, and I was like, regardless, regarding with the thing with the Luffy dying, that's why I believe we still have law, right? The whole, whole open, um, the we know about laws. Devil fruit could make the immortality fruit. So, so I feel like if Luffy dies because of Gear Five or something related to that, Law would probably be the one to save him. But um, the next thing I want to bring up, we've seen Luffy go Gear Five twice. Cause at first. I was thinking, how did this robot activate, right? Yes. Was it because of Luffy going Gear 5? I don't think that was the case because he went Gear 5 before against yes. Rob Lucci in the same area. Yes. So, because of what we were saying earlier, and it got me thinking, Kuma was a day ago. What if Kuma's inside the robot? Because, like, he's still, like, you know, robotic or some shit like that. And what if he's he uh, he's activating it or some shit like that? I don't know. It was I don't, just, just I don't an know idea. if I'm married to that idea specifically, but I could get down with the idea of Kuma being in the proximity, having something to do with the robot. Because Vegapunk is the one that modified Kuma and knew of mm -hmm. the existence of this robot and has been trying yeah. to work on a power source to get everything in motion i i can't put the pieces together but i could see i could see it somewhere somewhere a line of thinking where but you know what i'm saying like and it, and it somehow I activates agree. the robot i don't that's know what I, I, say, I, I wouldn't say him specifically inside the robot only because that, if, he, if, he, if he comes to egghead i know he has to have a moment face to face with bonnie yeah yeah. That's what I want to say about um about the robot and the Kuma on like what he's doing in like on the red line or whatever because I I also thought about that like why did it turn on when Luffy's in Gear Five now but not before mm -hmm. um although I definitely think the two are related I think but I, I I'm not sure about this one because I you guys are also bringing it up I thought maybe like whatever Kuma did in the like Marijuana might have. I don't know somehow affected the robot here but also it was a day ago so maybe kuma is in the vicinity or something like that but yeah i thought that whatever kuma did in the red line maybe he activated something there that was left by the giant robot or whatever um because i, I also thought about that like what's why now and not um before. and not before but yeah i have an idea about that but come on do go ahead um i just you know i i i fully absolutely believe that it was luffy that woke up that robot the the fact that um, Oda put the the drums, drums of liberation, yeah. uh, you know, sound effect right behind oh, the robot, it's, it's, it's okay. too on the nose. Um, and that's very fair. I didn't notice yeah, that before either. Yeah. So <sighs> because of that, it has to be Luffy. Like, there's no other explanation. Now, I feel like we will get a reason as to why it didn't awaken before, but I, I, I have a, I have an idea. I think it's because he's a giant. Yeah, I completely I was, agree. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think that's I think that's what it is too. I was just about to say that. I think okay, it has okay. something to do with Luffy's giant form. Um, you know, he's a giant. Uh a lot of theories have speculated that Joy Boy uh was a giant, you know, the giant straw hat, um true, and Eden's true. chambers and all that other stuff. Um also it could so it could be either has something related to the fact that Joy Boy was a giant and so you know a giant a giant joy boy heartbeat is what needed to awaken it or it could be just how bombastic because um remember um 
with the devil fruit explanation that Vegapunk did, uh, that Stella talked about when Luffy was in Gear Fit the first time, mm -hmm. he said dreams is what power basically powers the devil fruits and stuff like that, right? And so Luffy being giant is so bombastic of like a dream state that it's it's triggering the robot. It that that could be another theory. I think that uh, that's fair. I definitely think that's fair. This, he hasn't gone giant yet, and we know that. I like that. We do that's know the the nexus between giants and Joy Boy and this, and the pan this and the robot. panel before the panel before the robot is Luffy like on top of the lab and yeah. like it's showing how huge he is in comparison to it. Yeah. Um, and then it goes right to the giant. So I definitely think that like the, I I think that's like the most likely uh, answer for sure. I definitely agree. Um, X test asks in chat, what do y'all think of Katarina Devon? Um, before we talked about how the barrier is going to be a problem for the Blackbird Pirates to do what they want, but That's now right. it looks like the barrier is about to come down. So mm -hmm. I think that opens up a lot of doors. I think yeah, we might, see, we might see a Katarina Devon versus Bonnie. That's she might get knocked where she might get knocked to where they are actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking. That's definitely, that's uh, definitely a possibility. One thing I did I did like though was that this like Luffy getting like we know Kizaru speed of light. My guy got there dumb fast. Everyone was surprised. I'm surprised at how fast Luffy got there. Yeah, true. My guy went out of the barrier, through the barrier. Like, it just goes to show you that, yo, Luffy got that speed too. Like, he, like, and it's crazy. And then with the size too, like, it's kind of OD. Uh, and especially after, like, when you when you guys watch, uh, I know Kelly watched it, but when you guys watch the the Kaido versus Luffy, like, he's using lightning. Like, like it's it's crazy what, the, what, what, what Gear 5 could do. Like I feel like the like the the manga doesn't even show it enough. Like Gear Five is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I they, mean, they, they definitely take uh, a lot more. Uh, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but they definitely do a lot more with the liberties. Anime. Liberties, yes, thank you. They definitely take a lot more liberties uh, with the anime adaptation because they can. You know, it's a different medium. Yeah, they have yeah, they have yeah. the ability to do so. You know what I mean? I mean, um, with all the different things your fifth can do like running in the air like cartoony style like sonic hedgehog with the spin uh uh with the spinning leg yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like you know fought, like he I, I it is completely possible that he can like dip from one end to you know <laughs> uh an area to another in a split second um but yeah go ahead uh Kelly. um no i wasn't gonna stop that Oh, I um, I also have an idea kind of that like, you know, what if, right, these giant robots, because I'm pretty sure there were more of them in the past or whatever. Um, so Joy Boy might not have been the only giant, you know, it could have been a whole like, you know, clan. Hint, hint, Will of D. Hint, hint, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if it's like a whole clan of like giants and we know like there's a su sufficient um some uh uh correlation between like the giants from back then potentially elbath giants and other things of that nature so what if these robots were created for the giants and what we see either next chapter or the chapter after that this robot is going to assist luffy like luffy can like morph into that giant robot or something like that and more crazy stuff can can even happen because of it that <laughs> that would be kind of cool would y'all do y'all think so i think i thought with that i think like maybe you can control it in some way order it yeah, around. yeah. I, remember, I remember 
Uh, I remember when we when we first saw the robot, we were saying that like, what if you like expands into it because he could turn giant now, right? And it also goes back to what we saw in Thriller Bark with Ors, like uh, Luffy Spirit. You know, I feel like it's, there's some something going on there mm-hmm. that, that ties Luffy with the giants and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. the the giants head like helmet thing, like the uh, the the horns. Like I feel like that's like a the Viking kind of thing, and I think that's what the giants now wear, right? Like uh, Viking armor and the helmets with the horns and shit. Yeah. So I definitely think that's like a, I think that's like a, uh, I don't know the exact word, but like a leftover from this time. Remnant. Yeah, yeah, like like the giants using helmets that have horns and shit. Uh, it might be in like this this thing's image or something like that. Um, yeah, there's then, a lot, man. There's a lot. Didn't we? Didn't we also have? Didn't Ani- Anigashima, right? There was a big ass. There's a big like. It, it looks like um, the horns of like something like uh, you literally just said his name, Ors, like Ors, a yeah. puller or whatever. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about Bonnie's phrase when she's fighting Kizaru? Fighting is a strong word. When she says that <laughs> there's, uh, when she says that there's, oh, because he tells her he's like, "Yo, didn't Vegapunk fuck up your dad? Don't you want revenge?" And she's like, "My wrath has a new target now." Who do you guys think that's referring to? Oof. Um, the government. Probably, I agree. Because, I mean, to be fair, I mean, Kizaru is right in front of her, so you take it with a grain of salt, but she does say that, and then immediately uh, try to attack Kizaru, you know, so. That's true. I was was thinking more so Celestial Dragons, because I think, man, that backstory, bro, we need it, bro. We we need it. We need it. Yeah, because she saw something. She saw something there that, do you guys think it's possible that Kuma has seen Emu? And maybe that, you know, maybe Bonnie knows that that emu is the one truly behind everything. If he did, I think Dragon would have known before Sabo had to tell him. Mm, what? Because yeah. they're allies. Mm. But what if it's True. recent, though? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could have been recent, but I'm assuming that memory is from before. Uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. His, uh, his, his brain. Well, no, not necessarily though, because he had he was constantly going back to Vegapunk for upgrades because it was a uh, it was a process, right? It was little by little. But after Marineford, we don't know if like when he becomes a slave. Yeah. Actually, right after Marineford, he goes to protect the Strahd, and then he becomes yeah, a slave. He comes a slave after, becomes... Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. think there's not much like uh, room and for him to have become like yeah to go back to Vegapunk because the pacifists are getting upgrades, but not him. He's he's just a slave. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Idea, bro. There's too much happening. I don't know. I'm also kind. Of, I yeah. do know that I'm kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's hard for me to tell if uh, if Bonnie has hockey or not, because of how <laughs> she like how this is. Like, I haven't seen a Logia phase like this in so long since like pre time skip. The fact that it's swung and you know it's facing through him. I mean. This goes back to the I, argument we had earlier on whether or not I think it was when he was fighting Sen tomorrow, yeah. and he was we were arguing that he may have had future sight because he was reforming his body around the attacks like uh, Katakuri did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so this could be more precedence to that argument. Yeah, the wiki doesn't say she if she has hockey or not. So Oda didn't tell us in like an SBS something like that. Uh, also, I I just don't think she has the the, the, the speed to hit the snicker. Like it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, even okay. even without it, yeah, even even with it, she she I don't think she would either. But like, 
you know, you don't see no coding. And it could be that invisible hockey stuff, like Oda just, it's implied, but Oda's not, right? Uh, right yeah, I'm assuming she wouldn't try to hit him without hockey, honestly. <laughs> like, like you know better. Like, you're, yeah, you're in, the, you're in the new world. You know better than that. So, yeah, she probably does. I wouldn't touch. She has a, she's, she's under 20 million and she's a captain or whatever. Yeah. I will. Let's hope. <laughs> but, uh, uh, also, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Also, I think, uh, remember how we were wondering do we, if we know what Bonnie was a kid or an adult, really? But, uh, <laughs> uh, Kizaro really confirms that even more, you know, with his comment. Like, look uh -huh. at how big you are now, Bonnie. Uh, kids these days grow so fast. So, I do believe her true form is still a kid. Well, she said kids these days grow so fast, so she could be older now, no? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, he said that to her, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm still mean, like, she's still on the younger side, though. Like, uh, like her yeah. person. I don't think she's a youth, because we saw, the, we saw that picture of, um, what's his name? Kuma holding her up as a kid, too, and that was a while ago. I'm assuming. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. But we just don't wait too fucking much about these things. Anyway, but for the for the giant, I think um, we know it's not a coincidence that you know this like the Vega Force gets destroyed and the giant wakes up. So I don't really think they're gonna maybe Luffy might try to order it, but they're gonna get used it to probably do the rest of their plan, like get the Sunny to the back of the island and escape or whatever. Um, but yeah, I want to see what the giant can do too. I want to see like if it has abilities, special abilities, some shit. I hope it tells us more about the fucking great ancient kingdom and shit too, man. Oh, yeah. we need to stick after yeah. ASAP, bro. Yeah, I'm so glad we're not on break this week. It's, this is definitely a chapter that would have killed us to have to wait another week in between, oh, you know? Man. It would have been yeah. no, real. Uh, the last thing I think uh, no, we didn't bring up, uh, you know, I kind of don't even want to talk about it, is the fact that Luffy is still not using Advanced Conquerors. He used it at the end of last chapter, right? Um, to kick uh, Kizaru. Well, even, well, even that's still kind of contentious for some, for some people. Honestly, and I can. I'm gonna lie, y'all got this, bro. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> touching the subject, bro. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I'm kind of over it too, but you know, it is. It's, it's not, true, even, it's not like... even. It's not even an over thing. It's just. It's. I've just. I've. I think I said this a few episodes ago. I've just from now on. I'm taking the stance that if it's not explicitly stated, then and it's I'm, not I'm not taking. I'm not making any inferences. You know what I'm saying? That's just what I've been on, because I feel like I do feel like it's been. Uh, a lot of discourse. No, it's just super inconsistent. In yeah, and it, it's 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 literally just inconsistent. That's what it is. It's hard to tell when, yeah, when what is what and when one is. I think here we can confidently say it's at least advanced conquerors isn't happening though because there's literally no tells. Not that right. even um, the, um. the what? Okay, so Kali, you can make the, you can you can have that stance and I completely respect it. But this what I think what Y House is bringing up is the greater picture here. Am I assuming right? Because you said you you watched Morge. Um, yeah. He brought it up, yeah, and I thought yeah, like it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of fair to talk about it. Yeah, so basically, what Morge talked about is what we I think we we touched on it, you know, when Kobe did uh, what he did. But essentially, it's we're at a point now where it's kind of hurting this. It feels like it's hurting the story to not get accurate tells on when Conqueror's Aki is being used or not, right? That's fair because. Egghead Island this whole time. And, you know, I've been pushing this narrative that, you know, uh, Kuma, not, not Kuma, uh, Luffy is not being taken seriously as an emperor because, and it would make sense because he's from, uh, he did what he did in Wano, an isolated country with very little information coming out of it. So, you know, I could see the skepticism of people, you know, when people are, um, 
saying stuff like like Rob Lucci holding that L and still saying like you know I don't recognize him as an emperor, da, 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 all that other stuff, right? right? It constant underestimation. And I said that is when Luffy showcases his conqueror's hockey uh, coding that people will give him that respect. Like, oh, you are like emperor level or uh, at an emperor tier that, you know, will warrant us to believe that you took down Kaido or whatever, right? But this whole egghead arc, we have not gotten a single bit of conqueror's hockey, right? Or at least nothing uh, on panel. Yeah, nothing definitive. And the times that, like, where you would think it would happen has not happened. And the times where, you know, you may not care for it to happen, but it may happen anyway because it's a big battle, did not happen. So Luffy versus Rob Lucci, it did not happen. No one probably expect cared if it or not because either way, people expected Luffy to, like, low-diff Rob Lucci, which he did. Um, and so it's whatever to that. But, you know, we had... Luffy and Zoro versus the Seraphim. And now that one was a very weird fight because literally both of them, they're both of the like both of their solutions to the previous arc, Wano, which had uh which had um Kaido and uh Lunar and a Lunarian, which is King. Yeah. The so their solution was to beat them with Conqueror's hockey. Why are they not using the same solutions from Wano here? And why are they acting like they're struggling super duper hard when literally it's not, and it's not like Conqueror's hockey is super duper draining from what we know. That's like Luffy, the real point. Yeah, right? that's Especially the real here. problem. Like Luffy's been, was using it all the time in Wano, like all the time in Odegashima. Uh, Zoro's might be a little bit more limiting because, you know, he yeah. still knew about it, whatever. But Luffy at this point should have no excuse to not bust it out if if he especially with him saying like, "Hey, these guys' defenses, who do they think they are?" Kaido basically comparing their defense to Kaido. What was your solution to Kaido, Luffy? It was Conqueror's hockey. Like, <laughs> so why is he acting like there's there's this? It's almost like a manufactured. Uh, uh, it's almost like a manufacturer uh, uh, tension. Like it, like almost like plot induced stupidity. Like, and the big question here is like, why use the the the, the literal uh, draining forms Gear Four and Gear Five and not try Conqueror's Hockey? But... Right, and not use Conqueror's Hockey with them against an admiral, someone that you just said a chap like chapter ago or two chapters ago was like someone powerful was coming. Like da da da. Like if anyone deserves a conqueror's hockey coding like you know attack is going to be an admiral does it not like you know so the fact that we're not getting any visualization any cues that luffy is using that we have no so we therefore we don't have no reason to believe he's using it it's almost like it's it's messing with the uh story right now in terms yeah. of uh, right. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume it's, it's like what Kali was saying about, uh, you know, the the, the, the beginning where it was the, the that callback to that page where Luffy is gonna be str become stronger than Kizaru and tomorrow and uh, Kuma. That this chapter, next chapter is gonna be Luffy it's beating this he, nigga's yeah, ass. Like really. Yeah, and he turns it on. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna assume. Uh, but we need to see that shit because I need to see Luffy go full, full like all out. Yeah, like look at this point, it's kind of it's kind of getting ridiculous because like, and I understand, and I saw that I understood where Morris is coming from because it is kind of getting like, uh, like because even when I first read it, I'm like, 
like, yeah, gear fourth, cool. Yeah, I get it, but like that conquers hockey though. Like, where, where, where is it? Bro, I'm like, so confused sometimes because then I got Rio stuck in my head. I'm like, is that conquers hockey? Right, because wasn't that the, that was the whole thing? Like that's what he came up with in Wano. Ryu is advanced. Start... All right, it's our guy's arm. Yeah, it creates that that, that invisibility because he's able to hit through Kaido. Right, like that was the whole thing. It was more so like you can in, you can like infuse your attacks with it and push your hockey into the opponent. Right, yeah, without having to physically touch them. That was the whole. No, that was conquerors. That... No, 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 that's Rio. No, no, I missed it. That was that, that's advanced conquerors. Because remember when Luffy used advanced conquerors, but, Law was like, but, you're not touching. Why has it? But they even said it in the in, in the episode that he learned it from the old guy to be able to not even have to touch him. That's why Kaido's no, like, you're always going to melt off. Yeah. Your arm's gonna melt off because of it, because I'm I'm gonna melt it with my molten whatever shit. But yeah. he pushed him down because of Ryo. And it, it was a form of hockey. Like that was but the if whole you remember thing. in the beginning of the fight when it was Kid Law Luffy, Kid sees Luffy punch Kaido with Ryo, and then he's like, How are his attacks doing damage on Kaido? And that's because he's the Ryo like attacks inside your body. Yeah. Um and then when he uses advanced conquerors. That's when Law says well, he's not even touching him because the best conquerors is when there's a gap, and that coating on your hand, the invisible coating, is the conquerors. That's the difference. But hold up, but but hold up, but as in my opinion, I think that's right because we see Luffy. The problem is we see Udon training, and we see after he left Udon and he punched that tree, he didn't touch the tree. So yeah. it's no, like, I thought he did, and then it blew up. Like the rest of it, like on some Naruto. No, but he I'm didn't sure. touch it though. No, he didn't. Like, no, he didn't touch. He didn't really touch we'll do, the we'll tree do, like we'll that. Shit, bro. What was it? Nine sixty or some shit. That's why I was confused, bro. Watch the episode tonight. Watch the new episode because uh, they go into it a little bit. Uh, White House. And then, but here's here's my thing. So there's been countless videos made on YouTube about the difference between Rio and Akasaki because it gets a lot of people confused. I'm of the camp that believes that they both supposed to hit the opponent without necessarily touching them all the yeah. way. But I just think that with Conqueror's hockey, it's so prominent that it, it looks so obvious to other people that they're not touching. Versus like Rio, they are, they could be touching, but it's, it's, it's like, it is super bare, like, barely. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be full-fledged on the fight impact all the way that's why i'd be confused sometimes bro like because but i mean they do they do say that rio is a form of hockey it's just that that's what they call it in wano right so that's also another confusing thing about rio oh my yeah. god yeah <laughs> there's a lot to it. yeah but there's but i i do think that this is a bigger discussion that needs to be had because we're getting to a point where it feels like oda's not like all the way it feels like oda needs to start putting in more parameters around like what like how these hockeys are distinguishable he's not he's not he's not about to do that shit. <laughs> he's I, I think it's better for him and like because i think it gives him more liberty um so i think that, that's why i think he does it so i don't think he's gonna change even though it makes it harder for us it, it, it makes it incredibly harder because like you know like like how y'all just have a how y'all have a debate like okay and the, the problem with even that though is that when luffy was using hockey he was making contact sometimes with kaido and right and kaido 
and Yamato, they both have conquerors hockey. Or oh, hey, Thunder, Thunder yeah. is an attack where you clearly see them smacking the person. Yeah. And they and it's not like they're not touching they're touching them clearly. And the Ragnarok he's touching Luffy and all that. And those are all conquerors hockey coded attacks. Thanks with his slash. Oh well, you can maybe argue because of the angle of that, it doesn't it we can't tell if he touched him or not, but I'm pretty sure he touched him. And so like even conquer even the rule of thumb for conquerors hockey gets broken countless times. So yeah. it's 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 getting too hard. <laughs> you know what I mean to distinguish because as much as we as, as much as people clown power scaling, like you know, it's it, you need that sometimes to understand the narrative better. You know what I mean? And it just makes it too ambiguous. Kind of reminds me at this point of like a Marvel movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Marvel movies, there's no, there's almost no rules <laughs> established. Mm-hmm. You get some weird stuff happening, like in the, the latest Doctor uh, Strange. And it's just like, all, you know, makes no sense, breaks loose. That's why you really need a structure sometimes. That's, one of the reasons why I like anime personally because they usually have good style structure. Even One Piece is still better than like Marvel for that. But yeah, we need to, we need something we need something a little bit more. You know what I mean? Okay. At least in my opinion. Yeah, no, I definitely think this is a good uh, discussion to have, and hopefully Oda can recognize the stress that he's putting his fans through <laughs> and, <laughs> and possibly rectify, uh, have give some clarification on when hockey is and isn't being used. That would definitely help a lot. So um, before before we close out, Kelly, sorry. One thing I keep looking at this picture of Luffy grabbing Kizaru. No hockey, nothing, bro. Like this dude's grabbing light. That's crazy. Like we saw him grab lightning before, right? So that and now he's grabbing we, light. We, like we, that's he's, he's hockey though. He's, he's hockey no, though. Yeah, no, we also have to he's remember that when he's in gear five, Tidal specifically said that right? he was in yeah, a constant yeah, right. state of, of, of hockey, conquers, right. a mixture of conquerors and ornament or whatever. You're right. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, he's in he's he's hockeyed up. Especially this isn't the first time Luffy grabbed a Logia. If y'all remember back in Punk Hazard, he grabbed Caesar, who was nothing but gas. Yeah. Ooh, good call. Good call. Good call. Yeah. So it, okay. I'm assuming like it, and this is my personal thing. This also has not been confirmed. Oda, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we got if you know, some people argue about whether if there's like an invisible hockey, like a level one yeah. type hockey, or if it's just Oda not being lazy and not writing it or not showing the black arm or whatever, right? Okay. I do believe there's like a level one it invisible art hockey, you know, a base level of hockey that doesn't necessarily get drawn out. Um, because he does it several times post time skip, too. I know pre time skip, there was a stronger case of saying that because pre time skip. It was nothing but invisible hockey and post time skip. Everyone's using black hardening, but he still writes that in though. Like, okay. like I said, with Luffy grabbing uh, Caesar and stuff like that. And here, so has Luffy you know, used visible? Has Luffy been visibly shown to have black arms in Gear Five? I don't know. No. Maybe, maybe Bajang, this is, maybe this is, yeah, that for sure. Yeah, okay, no, yeah. Gun, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But maybe versus Luchi too, I think. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Luchi, you you remember when they clashed with their fists? Yeah, that specific. Yeah, there yeah. was. Yeah, 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 that was. Yeah. You're right. So Oda will do it, right? Like post time skip. I do believe there's like a base level, you know, hockey that you know 
doesn't need to be drawn is shown like the bare minimum hockey you know what i mean mm -hmm. and then there's like black hardy which is like level two which is what most characters are utilizing and then there's like the steps above that like uh uh rio and you know the um the barrier stuff yeah um, uh i just realized also because i was looking at the chapters and i was like holy fuck luffy fought uh luchi in chapter 1069 that's so long ago that's 20 fucking three chapters ago but i know um i was reminded that we didn't get an update on zoro versus luchi in this chapter because they obviously flew out of the lab You're right yeah so they yeah. he wasn't even in the vicinity when kizaru uh came oh through. shit that's what true they're, they're fighting somewhere right now yeah because when they're looking at the because... panels of kizaru being in there i'm like yo like, i'm surprised we don't see sanji or robin or anyone so i just wonder where everyone is yeah, that's a good catch yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, no, I was about to say, I think that's about it. Is there anything else before we get out of here? I don't know. This is a pretty deep, we had a pretty deep talk today. Yeah. Pretty deep talk. There was a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss, a lot to break down. Um, also, also, admirals are around the same tier as Yonko, I was just saying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's a crazy take, but this is not the episode for it. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. I threw that in there. I threw that in there. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> I respect it, bro. I rate it. I rate it. <laughs> All right, guys. This is going to be a stress. Sit down. Uh, let us know in the comments what you guys thought about the chapter. And if you guys think Admiral's on the same tier as Yonko, uh, <laughs> let us know what you guys think. Big shout-outs to everybody in Twitch chat today. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. Big shout-outs mm -hmm. to everybody listening on YouTube, Spotify, Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, wherever you're listening to us. We appreciate you. Uh, make sure you guys follow the stress sit down on all channels on YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, wherever you can find social media, you can find the stress sit down at stress sit down. All right. Um, we are on no break next week, so we will be back next week with another chapter review. Hopefully, we can get a continuation of these crazy events that have been unfolding on Egghead, you know. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Until next time, guys, take it easy, be safe, be healthy. We appreciate you, and we will see y'all when we see y'all. Peace, guys. Peace. Peace. Who gonna get down? We are. We are. This that Troy has sit down. We are. We are. Who the crew with the fleet? We are. We are. Who gonna peace that one piece? We are. We are. Who gonna get down? We are. We this that straw hat sit down, we are. We are. Who the crew with the fleet, we are. We are. Who gon' piece that one piece, we are. Straw hat sit down, crew in the building. We promote to these other podcasts. We gon' put these people in their feelings when they hear this and they know that they can't top this. We spit facts and we poppin'. Every time an episode is dropping, we see D3 in the corner. Mister, that's a real G with the green screen in the background. And I'm looking like he in a real scene. We got Big Mod in the cut. Always ready with rebuttals, buddy. Bring the knowledge when we in the huddle, so you know the crew is never gonna fumble. Yeah. And it's wild, last but not least. If you ask me, then Cali, mad at Captain, make a rally around me. Every Sunday, we gon' run deep, and we can't stop until we find out about that one piece. Who gon' get down? We are. We are. This that straw hat, sit down. We are. We are. Who the crew with the fleet? We are. We are. Who gon' piece that one piece? Get down, we are. We are. This that straw hat, sit down, we are. We are. Who the crew with the fleet, we are. We are. Who gon' peace?